Mike, how's it going? Biggest Mickus. Good. How are you? Pretty good. We're Skyping. Yay, we're so high tech. <laughs> so how you doing this? On a computer or on your phone or what? On the phone. Does oh, it yeah. sound okay? Yeah, it sounds good. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're uh, you're coming in loud and clear. No problem. Yeah, I've got a USB headset. Ah, okay. Now I just got a... Uh, it's on speaker. I hope it's coming in okay. No, it sounds good. Okay, cool. It sounds good. Never wow. heard from Schmo, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, he didn't He didn't respond to the text at all, so... I guess he's which busy. Is, which is unlike him, because usually it's the phone's attached to his hands, <laughs> and his nose is right on the screen. Well, I'm sure he's at church, because it's Sunday morning. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but... Uh, yeah, I was, I was planning on just recording a... Just my one-man show, and then it's like, well, wait a second. I can just have the other guys dial in, and we can, I can, uh, I can monologue, and you guys can chime in. Yeah, yeah. Why the hell not? We should have been doing this a long time ago. <laughs> we have the technology. Mm-hmm. Should we do the, uh, the usual open? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I'm not sure. What, what's the date even? I don't even know. Wait a minute. I got the, the paper right in front of me. It's April 19th. Yep. I'm not going to do it. I'll, I'll let Schmo do it his uh, his unique way. I'm just going to say it's April nineteenth, twenty fifteen, and um, we're trying. This is our makeup show because we've been so far behind. And now that Jimmy's on tour, um, I want to keep up with the concert roundups. And we're we're already falling behind right at the starting line. Yeah, we got to stay on the ball here. We're running. It's it's going to be easy to fall behind because I think Jimmy's already done four shows. Oh, there was one last night. Crap, and it was on Margaritaville TV. I could have I did not watch it. Darn it. <laughs> yep. What the hell? What did I do? Oh, I was working on the car. Uh-huh. Ah, crap. What the hell? Did you watch it? No, I was at work. All right, never mind. But I, I did manage to record it, though, which is uh, pretty remarkable to do that remotely. But uh, not only was I able to record it, but I had no problems at all. It was a miracle. Huh. But I haven't listened to it yet, though. But uh, I haven't even listened to the show before that. But I have listened to the first two of the four shows. Okay, but which, and, but this is the the new tour, right? It's the official new tour. It's no, not. no, it's not. Oh, matter, okay, okay. Matter of fact, these uh, Florida dates are still part of the "This One's for You" tour. Okay, and I All guess right. the new tour doesn't start till May, and I'm not even. I think Houston. It looks like Houston on May 28 is the first show of the working and playing tour speaking of concert dates Uh (laughs) (laughs) big news around these parts yeah this is the big story the big story this week is the fact that we have a concert date and i have to admit i was kind of iffy if we were going to get one i was for sure you know i I basically given up hope i I really didn't think um because i thought if anything he'd play comerica he didn't seem to be interested in going back to pine knob yeah um, and, and I just wasn't seeing any open dates at Comerica. So um, I was kind of giving up hope. I, I didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, I really doubted he was going to do Comerica because he had so much trouble selling selling tickets last year. Yep, and yep. I, I'm pretty sure the promoters took a bath on last year's concert. Yeah, I think... Reducing uh, the prices that much. I think they had a lot of giveaways and they had... Uh, they had re- reduced cut prices just to get people in the seats. Yeah, I so I was, I was thinking at best we would get an indoor concert, and I knew that people would rebel against that because for some reason people 
can't handle having four walls around them when they watch a Buffett show. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, so yeah. I was thinking. It, I was thinking maybe maybe promoters would balk at that and it, just having an indoor show. So you know, and um, there have already been confirmations in Pittsburgh, I think, and also uh, just a couple days ago in Indianapolis that he's not going to be at Deer Creek or anywhere around Indianapolis. Yeah, and that got me thinking. Yeah, maybe we are going to get uh, passed over. Yeah, I've heard those too, and I mean he has past us in over mm-hmm. years past so I, i'm not you know it's not like impossible it does happen and i i thought this was gonna be it again just got the text from schmo that right. buzz was on your end i think but uh wasn't it was super faint oh maybe maybe it was my end. no i've got mine on mute my phone doesn't even vibrate okay just catching up guys so I'm not sure what that means. If he's what just the a, hell? If he's just... Oh, here we go. Here's a giant... Oh, you're right. It is mine. Here's a giant text. Oh, he went to see Artie Lang. Oh, and then they went to a hotel together, apparently. I was at a hotel last night after seeing Artie Lang. Now I have Special Olympics spaghetti dinner to set up. Okay, so I guess he's out. Oh, he's not going to join. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's doing something for the Special Olympics. Now he's going to make us feel guilty about it. <laughs> he could squeeze some time in there, for God's sakes. Wow, something else? Is there a way I can join from my phone? While driving. While driving. Well, it's called Skype, Schmo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we agreed on that. Should I write back? Yeah. I don't want to mess up with my, my speaker here. Do you have the Skype app? Stop it. I can't put it on mute. I'm afraid you won't hear me. <laughs> That's all right. I just said that out. But it is really loud, my gosh. Is it? Yes, I can barely hear it. No, but let me download. Oh, jeez. Huh. Anyway, where were we? Oh, I think we we're still talking about the possibility of no show. I didn't thin Apple did it. Oh, it must mean think. Mm. Uh, I don't yeah. know why, because they have everything. Yeah, but. they've had a Skype app for for a long time. Yeah. I forgot where we left off before Shmo interrupted us. Uh, I think we were talking about um, possibly accepting the possibility that Buffett would not be coming to town. Yeah, and uh, then Wednesday, while we were at Zodiac, so we couldn't have even talked about this anyway, because we were at Zodiac in the process of not recording anything. <laughs> As usual. And uh, I didn't find out about it until Thursday morning, er, very early Thursday morning, and apparently a Cleveland Parrot Head Club um, was spreading the rumor that there was going to be a Detroit show, and they posted their information Wednesday night, I think around 10 o'clock. And Buffett World posted their tweet on the Buffett World website where they said it was going to be at a Riverfront Park and Buffett News interpreted that as Shane Park, which I can understand because Shane Park is right on the riverfront. Yeah, I mean it is the riverfront venue here. That's that's all we've known. So that's what I, that's what I saw was the Buffett News blurb, and so I immediately posted it on Twitter and and reposted it on our Facebook page, and that's where it was like, my God, it's so it's cool that Buffett's going to be at Shane Park because it's a great place to. 
it would be a great place for them because the river is right behind the stage, so it would be a beautiful backdrop to the concert. But yep. the place is so tiny yeah, yeah. that it would sell out instantly. Yep, that's so what I thought. It's like, it's like the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. We've got a show, but we're not going to be able to get into it. Yep, exactly. That was my, my biggest fear is that uh, here it is, nice show, small venue. It should be beautiful, but uh, we'll get shut out. I mean, if it's bad enough trying to get into Comerica Park, for crying out loud, <laughs> how the hell are we going to get into Shane Park? And then I thought, well, tickets are going to be like $1,000 or some ridiculous thing, which I don't even know. <laughs> at this. Well, I don't want to jump ahead too much. You want to talk about this new? Yeah, um, Thursday, um, like Thursday afternoon, um, Buffett News updated their, their – uh, their blog post to include um, ticket information that tickets would go on sale on the on the twenty fourth, and they also quietly edited their post to say that uh, the venue was now West Riverfront Park and not Shane Park. Yeah, they didn't and, say anything about being wrong completely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but I can't blame them for making the mistake because even we haven't heard of West Riverfront Park. Exactly. I I had to Google it and find out what it is, even though it's like twenty minutes away from me. I had to yep. I had to Google it and find out that it's this brand new development that the uh, Detroit Riverfront Conservancy has renovated recently to be used um, for concerts, I guess. Yeah. And it's going to be the the new home of the Detroit Hoedown. You have to say Detroit Hoedown. You can't say oh. Detroit Hoedown. Oh yeah, it's not downtown anymore. Right? Yeah, so that's going to be the new home of it. And, and the hoedown is early in June, the beginning of June, and the Buffett concert is the end of June. And I think those are the first two concerts that are going to be there. But it, it is just a park. It's not like it's going to be an amphitheater for our listeners, I'm pointing that out. That it really is just a park. And so if they do put concerts on, they're going to have to erect a stage each time. Yeah, and I don't know. I I just I Googled it just like you. I, I, I knew nothing about it. This, this snuck up on me. I Living here, you would think we would know that they're going to open or start a new music venue, for crying out loud. Yeah. And this got past me completely. This is the first I've heard of it. When Buffett's going to be going there, I didn't. I knew nothing about this before. But it looks to me like it's, what is it, a 20-acre parcel? Like yeah. Right, right on the water? Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything else there. Just I think there's a walking path like right on the right on the river. But I don't know that there's anything else there but just a big old field. So I don't know. Are they going to, like, put the stage with the river in the background? And, and then I, I have no idea what to expect here. Um, the way they were describing it, I think the stage is going to be on the north end. So the river is going to be to the to our right. Okay. That's kind of the way it looked. Because it's, it's slightly rectangular, so I don't think they'd want to put the... Uh, stage on the wide end of it. I think they want to put it at the narrow end, at the north end. And they were talking about how the Ambassador Bridge is going to be behind the audience. Okay, yep, you're right. They did say that. Okay. So it's uh, it's kind of unfortunate for us because it would be kind of cool to see the Ambassador Bridge all lit up during the show. But it'll be great for the performers because that's the where they're going to be looking. Yeah. Behind the audience is going to be the Ambassador Bridge all lit up. But we have to turn around to see that. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see, uh, like, the Rensen and stuff. So, like, this, the... Uh, skyline will be yeah. on the stage. So that'll be good. So um, I'm thinking that tickets are just going to be general admission. It's going to be like a flat rate for general admission. Yeah, it's got to be. You know, 
that setup sounds like uh remember the the show he did on the beach there the the golf coast concert yeah yeah that same kind of a setup where they have the you know it's just a temporary stage there big mm-hmm. big setup but uh you know water off to one side big rectangular thing sounds like it'll be the same kind of thing then but yeah i can't see anything other than just general admission they could possibly put chairs down but i really doubt it yeah i mean they could do it just for the sake of charging people extra for you know old timers that want to sit down and want to get super close but I kind of think that it's just going to be like a big lawn. I'm trying to picture the Gulf Shores thing. I don't think there were any seats there. I think no, was that a- was that was the beach. That was yeah. just a huge, big uh, open area. I don't even know if I, I don't even know if they charged for it because it didn't. It didn't look like they had any kind of barricades up. It just looked like everybody was just milling around. But they had to have charged because it was a fundraiser. Yeah, no, there were barricades. I remember seeing kind of like the fencing up there. Oh, okay. Yep, had them contained in there and stuff. I'm sure it'll be the same kind of a thing. We're still waiting for for specific details. We've got the the date of the show, the date tickets go on sale, but we don't have any idea what prices are going to be like. They did put the uh, big newspaper ad out this morning. Oh, they did. I just sat down. Uh, I got the paper in front of me. I haven't haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, it's 8D because I put it up on the site. If you want to, well. if you want to see the digital version, you can just go to wasteandaway.net or northcoastcast.com. And I'm it's, look at the it's real deal. There. And it says that, uh, you know, the usual limit of eight and tickets go on sale on the 24th, but it doesn't say what ticket prices are. And I just checked Live Nation and Ticketmaster, and they still don't list the show. There it is. Right there. It's on the back of the uh, that section. It's the back page of the section. Cool. Sweet. Full page. Yep. West Riverfront Park. That's the first reference I've ever seen in any advertisement anywhere to this new place. <laughs> well, <laughs> OlympiaEntertainment.com was the first I saw of it, which was yesterday. And that's also up on the blog. All right, so uh, Buffett's definitely in with the uh, Olympia people. Yeah, this is the fourth year in a row. Yep, so I guess that's a, it's a done deal. Just going to stick with them. They treat him right. guess so. He seems, uh, he seems okay with them. This should be cool. I'm kind of looking forward to this, uh, this you know, change. Yeah, I, I was I was really critical because I'm I'm picturing just a small field, and I get flashbacks to Buckeye Lake, and, and I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, uh, the prices are going to be out, you know, outrageous, and and uh, I got to sit on the lawn because I'm and I'm old, and I I don't uh, like such things anymore. But you know what? The more I think about it, that it's it's different. It's a new place. Uh, it's right on the water. Why the hell not? You know, it, it, it sounds like it could be pretty cool. I got to give it a chance. You know, Jimmy must know what he's doing. I mean, he's uh, he hasn't let me down before, except for all um, the times he's let you down. Let me down, <laughs> Buckeye Lake and, and uh, uh, Alpine Valley. But no, it's uh, wasn't that bad. Um, now, so actually, I'm looking forward to it too. I'm okay. I'm, I've come around. I heard there was. I know there was some grumbling among us about having to stand all during the show, but we do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm again. I I'm resistant to change, so I uh, my first inclination is to bitch about it. But um, why not? This is you know a late June thing, right on the water. Should be really nice. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm excited about it. I think I think it should be cool. Yeah, it's different. It's going to make uh, big news. 
it's going to kind of revive things. You know, I think people were getting tired of the, the Comerica Park thing that, the, you know, excitement was dropping off. People weren't, not as many people going. I think this might, might fire it up a little bit again. Plus it's smaller. It's going to be easier to fill it anyway. But, uh, so it's guaranteed to sell out and there's probably going to be quite a bit of buzz about it because it's a new place. Mm-hmm. So I'm on board. Not, not that anybody, not that it matters or anybody cares, but Mike has given it the stamp of approval <laughs> after careful consideration. Yeah, after lots of bitching to myself, and uh, I don't know, I've come around and I'm okay with it. I'm looking, I am looking forward to it. I think it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm just intrigued by the whole thing, and it's, uh, I think it's at, at the at the very least, it's interesting. It's something different. It's different, yeah. Even though you could say Comerica Park was different, but that was. You know, we've done that for three years. It's time for something new. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't think there could be anything new. I had no idea they were working on anything like that. So that's interesting. Now the the hoedown is kind of a big thing too. They they get they pack tons of people in for the hoedown. So if they're putting that in this place, it must be sizable. Yeah. I was hoping that Schmo might go to this year's hoedown and he could give us a report, but I don't. I have no idea if he has plans to do that. Yeah, I don't know. We, we'll talk him into it. We'll send him there as a, <laughs> a roving reporter. As our his assignment. Spy. Yeah. His assignment is to go to that thing. And take notes. Yep. And find out where to park, because I'm wondering about parking. You know, what kind of what kind of parking is going to be around that place? If it's just a... It was designed as a park. You know, it can't be... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, they might not have the... Uh, kind of parking around that a concert venue would would have. There's got to be parking there if they're planning on and moving the hoe down there. There's got they they must have considered parking. Yeah, you would think. I mean, and the hoe down that's a multi day thing, right? I think it's two days or three days. Well, I mean, they're just gonna they're gonna move a lot of people through there. So, I mean, we're gonna we'll probably hear all about the uh, parking situations, I guess. Plus, we'll send Schmo down there to mm-hmm. research the whole deal. Because he's not here, he's been volunteered to do that. Okay. Now, it just looks like the 5th and the 6th. Yeah, two days. Okay, well, still. You can buy a two-day pass or tickets to either day. I'm going to do it. I can buy two tickets to the two-day pass through the live or the uh, Ticketmaster app. Yeah, buy, buy Schmo's ticket and we'll send them. <laughs> yeah, not only are you going, you owe me this much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guess what? We bought tickets for you. Oh, so, do we have anything else to add about uh, our opinions on the new show? Uh, no, I'm, you know, I, I think I said it all. It's I've come around. I was resistant at first, but uh, I'm on board now, and, and uh, I'm kind of excited about it. Just because it's different, and it seems like it'd, it'd be a good place for him. Now, whether it's a good place for me, <laughs> standing around, and uh, it's still yet to be seen, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, there are two uncertainties here. One is ticket prices, and also, the, and the other one is how many people do they plan on cramming in there? Yeah, well, ticket prices, and can we even get tickets? Cause we we always go through this fiasco where we get shut out or something, and then mm-hmm. you know. Well, the cool thing is, if it is a flat rate, you don't have to worry about dickering on whether the seats are good enough or not. Yeah, if, you just if grab you're it. in, if you get in, you snap up your tickets and that's it. 
Yeah. So yeah. that that'd make it easier. Yep. We'll just have to get a bunch of us all on at the same time, and whoever can can pull the trigger on it and try to get in quick. We should probably still do the conference call just so we don't buy a lot more tickets than we need. Yeah. Yeah, which we do anyway. <laughs> I downloaded the Live Nation and Ticketmaster apps just to see if I might be able to get them over the phone faster than online or uh, through the web browser. Because mm. I know that's it's super easy to get stuff from the Apple Store through their phone app. It's a lot easier to do it through their phone app than through their website. So I was wondering, maybe other businesses are set up like that. Their Their phone app is on a separate server or something. No, that's a good idea. I mean, we could have some of us online, some of us on apps. Get all covered. Yeah, I wish there was a way where you could pretend to buy a ticket but not actually do it, because I'm still not sure exactly how to go about buying a ticket. <laughs> like a tutorial. Yeah. Just like a dummy show. Yeah. And, and congratulations, you bought this non-existent ticket. Yeah. Instead of, oh my god, I accidentally bought a concert ticket and I was just playing around. Well, buy Schmo's, uh Hold-down ticket, there you okay, go. Okay, you talked me into it. <laughs> anyway, that's the uh, big news story on, from the gospel from the coast. But, yeah, uh, that's huge. We've got some other stories that we were supposed to talk about over the last couple of weeks. Really? See, I don't remember any of those because I was, they've been eclipsed by this big, big uh, breaking news. Well, um, back on Wednesday when I compiled these notes, this is what we were going to be talking about. Uh, March 11th. South Florida's Sun Sentinel reports there will be a Margaritaville restaurant in the Miami International Airport. So Margaritaville is just spreading across across the globe. It's everywhere. Now it's in airports. And uh, guess what it's called? Uh, Air Margaritaville? Exactly. All right. See, that was a complete guess because I did not see this. Good for you. (laughs) And it's going to open this summer on the second floor of the Miami Airport's Central Terminal. So there's another place where Margaritaville restaurants are showing up. Cool. Uh, March 21st, Margaritaville.com gets a facelift. Um, it might look nice on Windows computers, but it works like crap on a Mac, and it ticks me off. I am not pleased. The uh, background blurs when you start to scroll, and I think it's this blurring that's causing the problem because scrolling becomes really slow and jerky. And I think they fixed it for the home page, but I'm still seeing evidence of the really jerky scrolling on other pages, so hopefully they can fix it, because the site is almost unusable now for me. Hmm. I don't think I've been there recently, so I don't know. I can't say what it looks like. I'll have to check it out today. March 23rd, videos showed up on YouTube of Jimmy playing some songs on a patio in Havana, Cuba. Did Did you see those? No, I did not. That sounds cool. I saw the reference to him, but I haven't actually looked at the videos yet. But uh, probably have to check those out um, because the impromptu so- the impromptu concert includes changes, Margaritaville, and Havana daydreaming. <laughs> Two cheeseburgers and one mojito, and uh, we're, we're <laughs> not the mojito. I did my part. <laughs> Sponge, yeah. 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 All of these yeah. 
March 28, Jimmy shows up in Key West to start rehearsing for the big April 1st setlist concert. And then on March 30th, the 5 o'clock somewhere bar opens on the Norwegian cruise line ship, the Norwegian Star. We were talking about we talked about that earlier, and now that uh, that bar has actually opened up. And it gives vacationers a way to sail the seas without ever leaving Margaritaville. And another 5 o'clock summer bar will open in October on the Norwegian Escape luxury liner. Wow. It's all over the place. He's the man. <laughs> also on March 30th, Jimmy and Mac performed God Bless America at the Navy SEAL Evening of Tribute in Palm Beach, Florida. And the event raised more than $1 million. Oh. And April 1st, this is the other big story, the Setlist concert. It actually took place. We've been, we were waiting for it for a couple months, and uh, it finally happened. So did you get a chance to listen to it? I did not hear the entire thing. I heard, like, uh, like parts of it. Um, and I saw the Setlist. Well, I, I think we discussed the Setlist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... Not as radical as I uh, kind of, I guess I hoped, but uh, I guess it was interesting enough. The very first song was Migration, which I got a kick out of because that was my first song for my set list. Hmm. So Jimmy and I got this, this uh, two-fingered eye-to-eye thing going on. There we go, yeah. <laughs> and uh, my second song would have been Clichés, but his second song was Women Going Crazy on Caroline Street. Oh, close. Then the third song was Cuban Crime of Passion. And I know that we've got some, some technically savvy people in this audience, and they're looking down, they're going, that wasn't on the set list. You are correct. So let's just, let's just talk about this set list thing, you know. So part of the, part of the process to get ready for this was we, we, we picked 100 songs to put up there, as, as you know. Now, I thought, you know, if enough people, I thought, well, if we, on a good day, if we really, if this is cool and people have enough time, we might get about 15, 20,000 people would submit a set list. And I think that would be pretty cool. So 68,900 people. 
submitted and settled. 200 people are here tonight. And of course, we got this little thing called Margaritaville TV. So hopefully the rest of, let's see, if I can do my math right, because the math still sucks, uh, it would be... Uh, 68,724 people hopefully are watching up there tonight on Margaritaville TV. And the great thing about it was when we, we got together and learned all these songs because we didn't know what you were going to vote on. And when it came down to it, to be quite honest, you know, you vote on a lot of stuff that we knew, right, Mr. Matt? It's true. And uh, that isn't bad. That's not bad at all. But I didn't learn a hundred goddamn songs not to play. <laughs> So I thought I'd have a little fun myself to open this show. <laughs> now, the other cool thing about this process, you, you know, you never know what's going to happen is we decided, you know how it went, you, you chose 27 songs, there were three, two categories, you got a couple of wild cards. And, uh, and then when they all came down and voted, we looked at it, so we said, well, we'll take the songs, but, you know, we're kind of professional, semi-professional musicians. And, we know how to write a set list, so we'll write. You get the songs, we'll do the set Well, we looked at it, and Mr. Early said, Hey, Jim. You know? I'm doing my impression of my That's Excellent, by the way. Hey, Jim, you know, it, it's pretty good. Look at it that way. So, your set list, the way you voted on it, will be played right now. <laughs> the number one vote-getting song. A Key West favorite. And <laughs> one of mine, too. Phil Clark, wherever you are, this one's for you. So, song number four was Pirate Looks at 40. So that was kind of surprising to hear that so early. Yeah, I would definitely expect to hear that later on in the set. And sure. the fifth song was Changes, and the sixth song was Margaritaville, which is also a surprise to hear that early into a show. Yep. Yep, <laughs> I would agree. You're in Margaritaville, right? Well... Actually, the second half of the song was written in Key West. The, the first half was written in Austin, Texas. And the middle was written on the Seven Mile Bridge, stuck behind an overturned tractor trailer. No one was hurt, but just think of that trailer hadn't turned over. I might not have finished this song. Damn. Where would we all be then? Thank you, Mr. Tractor Trailer Driver. Okay, all right. Which uh, I like. I've always thought that Jimmy should play Margaritaville immediately, and then all the drunks can just pass out, and he could put the he can continue the concert for people that actually want to hear him. Um, they also oh after after Margaritaville was Son of a Son of a Sailor, and then he did Come Monday. And uh, this is this is one of those songs that you know I've. Everything kind of connects up to a Key West story, and uh, I can't tell them all. We'd be here for six hours. And uh... <laughs> but uh, I do remember this because uh, I, I was uh, I was in, I was in England for the first time, and, and it was over there working on a film, and I didn't have any money, and I was kind of just trying to get by, and I went into a store and. I heard this song on the radio, and I went, damn, I better call home. And uh, so, uh, come Monday hit, and uh, thank you very much. So, I just wanted to tell you, at that time, I'm, I was trying to get a loan from the local bank here for $550, a short-term loan to buy a Boston Whaler with a 40-horsepower motor. 
and I couldn't get credit at the bank because I was a musician and uh, I didn't have a stable source of income. So to that banker, nee, 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 nee. So I don't forget a lot. So when I got, when I actually got paid uh, for the song the first time, I went back to the bank and I, because uh, he had changed his tune, so I opened an account there and uh, I had, uh, I'd gotten a check for $10,000. And I got it all in ones and I opened and I said, count it. Then I put it in the bank and I bought my boat. And uh, so, if you've seen that video that goes way back to the early days of Key West, that Boston Whaler's in that boat. So, and uh, this was for Jane Buffett and it still is. So come on, here we go. Fin fins came next, then One Particular Harbor, then Cheeseburger in Paradise, Boat Drinks, Five O'Clock Somewhere, and Havana Daydreaming. And I noticed in the video, because I watched this on Margaritaville TV, it looks like Jim Mayer was playing a a ukulele as a bass instrument. So I guess it was like a baritone ukulele. But it wasn't it wasn't Which a I have. I mine is a baritone ukulele. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a full-size bass, but he was still playing bass. So I guess it was a baritone ukulele. Huh. So it's really weird to see that. Then uh, after Havana Daydreaming, Jimmy was supposed to play He Went to Paris, but he skipped it and played Growing Older But Not Up and then got corrected and played He Went to Paris Afterward. I was doing so good. I missed one there. That's somebody probably, Jackie probably checked your list. So we're going to rewind. Oh, all right. So it's a little out of order, but... Yeah. And um, next song was Weather Is Here, Wish You Were Beautiful. Then Jimmy took a break, and they also took a break from the set list because Mac took over and played Blame It On New Orleans, which obviously was not part of the set list concert hmm. since it's a Mac song. Yep. Then Jimmy came back with Last Mango in Paris. Uh, after Last Mango came Tin Cup Chalice. Nice. And uh, my, my first gig here was actual paid gig was at a place up the street called Crazy Ophelia's. But I used to uh, hang out at the chart room bar down there and just play for drinks. I was good at that. I really was. I, uh, I learned on Bourbon Street at an early age. So uh, this is a song that simply uh, I wrote right after going to see Sunset for the very first time. And... Uh, I think I'd ridden the conch train, and uh, always, if you ride the conch train, after all the years of experience I've had, ride in the last car backwards and uh, be sufficiently inebriated when you do that. Not so that you'll fall off, but just to enjoy the ride. Because it's great to see West in the rearview mirror. Then he did a song that he said, there's no doubt in anybody's mind this would make the... 27 songs and that song was why don't we get drunk and screw yeah the song that everybody hates yeah but secretly loves yep 
Plus, yeah. one of the it's one of the later songs, so a lot of people must have been on it. No, actually, it's it's uh, it's less because the the he went from top down for the set list. Oh, this is top down. Yeah, that's why. Oh, Par- that's why Pirate Looks at Forty was the first song that he played from the set list. Oh, list. all right. Well, this is different then. <laughs> but why in the hell is, is that many people like uh, five o'clock somewhere? Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah, five o'clock summer outranks. Uh, he went to Paris and was ah. here, and Tin Cup Chalice. They're pissing me off. Um, it's also why don't we get drunk? Is also more popular than Volcano trying to reason with Hurricane Season, and uh, even Pencil Thin Mustache. After why why don't we get drunk? He did Grapefruit Juicy Fruit, then Volcano, Bama Breeze. Trying to Reason with Hurricane Season, Jolly Mon Sing, Coconut Telegraph, Florida's. So we got any Florida winners out there? We got Florida. <clears throat> no kidding. Oh, it had to have been rigged, just like the election, huh? So, uh, everything's rigged in Florida, you know? Okay. Wow, that's a lot of Floridians that won. Wow, okay. The cool thing is, when we were doing all this, and, and Coleman's sister who ran this far, I'd like to give Coleman a hand out, because, I mean, we, he put this whole thing together. It could not have happened without him, but because <clears throat> our relationship started because he was a high-tech parrot head that I called on, on, a, on a service line, but he happened to be the president of the vice president of the company and answered the phone. I went, I like that. And so uh, that was a long time ago. But the cool thing is when we did all the votes and everything, as I said, we had, uh, had 68,000 people write set lists, and we've got about 140,000 people who listen to Margaritaville TV or watch it. Wow. And uh, there's always... Radio Margaritaville, too. We, there's lots of stuff out there to do. But most of the winners came from, like, the first 1,500 people who signed up for Margaritaville TV, which was, we just drew them out of the hat. But it was cool that people who had been long-time fans uh, actually kind of won the tickets. The, and there were no scalpers. <laughs> We beat him once. That's good. All right. Pencil thin mustache and um, Captain the Kid. I haven't sung this song in a long time, and uh, I got to tell you the truth. I was waiting till the end just to kind of run over some things, and uh, and uh, I forgot how much uh, I like this song. So uh, thanks for voting for it. <laughs> and uh, and uh, this, this goes out to uh, to my grandfather James Delaney Buffett, uh, who kind of. I'll tell you a funny kind of, uh, we all have great times in our lives and we have serious times and some of us have tragedies in there and, and as a lot of people know, my, my father passed away a while back from Alzheimer's but in the, in the last years of his life I took him on trips and uh, I took him to, uh, my grandfather was born in, uh, in Newfoundland and lived in Nova Scotia and migrated to Pascagoula, Mississippi. I figured that song line out. And uh, so I took my dad back. And we were visiting around, and we went to the place uh, up in uh, Glace Bay, Nova Scotia, and we were in Sydney, and, and we had an aunt there, and she took us to the house. She said, you want to see the house uh, out of which your grandfather jumped out of the window and went on the ship to rescue his brother and never came back? I went, yeah, I'd kind of be interested in that, <laughs> where we came from. And uh, we went and had an amazing kind of uh, uh, reconnection to our roots back up there, and 
At that time, my, my dad was, if any of you know and, and deal with Alzheimer's, people go in and out of it, and, and there's clarity, and then there's craziness, and uh, kind of like life. They, they seem pretty good inside themselves, I guess. But uh, uh, he was, I was trying to ask him about it, and I said, so after today, Dad, what did you think? He said, uh, well, I'm just glad he jumped out of that winter. We'd all been goddamn coal miners in Newfoundland. <laughs> so uh, thanks for jumping out of the window, Fufu. You know, if you turn this entire thing upside down, you'd be closer to what I would say is top down. <laughs> and it's completely backwards for me. And the twenty seventh twenty seventh song of the set of the most popular songs, but the thirty first song of this concert was Coast of Carolina, and that wrapped up the uh, the list that everybody everybody selected. Hmm, I'm and, surprised that made it, Coast of Carolina. You remember how this one started? No, this, go ahead. This, uh, this, we, we were talking about Come Monday, and it was, it was like, what, what are those folks doing now? What are the Come Monday folks doing this many years later? It was sort of a sequel to Come Monday. That's how this That's what it was, a sequel song. to Come Monday, yeah, right. Yeah. It's Come a Lot of Mondays. Come a Lot of Mondays. That was it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You remember that shit. That's great. Dusty right. old brain. Okay. <laughs> then they came back for encores, and Jimmy once again just played some songs that he wanted to play. And uh, the first encore was Everybody's Got a Cousin in Miami. Everybody here won the lottery. Then Gypsies in the Palace, and the final song was Nautical Wheelers. Cool. Not so fast, wrong guitar. I would have been doing the Barry White version. Man. Yeah, it's not a bad set list. I mean, I guess I could debate the order and everything, but uh, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, but it was like most of the good stuff was stuff that Jimmy forced into the into the songs that we chose. That's, yep, I think maybe he expected those things to show, and they didn't. But. Yeah, I was. It was a great idea. All credit to, to Jimmy and his crew for coming up with it, but it was just unfortunate that that uh, there wasn't a lot more variety in it. It's just pretty much the same songs we hear all the time, and I was really disappointed by that. Well, it was it was picking from a list, though. They didn't make it all right in. It should have been 100% right in. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yep. That's what I expected. That's you know that that way it's not limited in any way. You're just you're you're getting the real deal from people no matter what. But uh, then I guess I don't know. Maybe they were afraid they'd get some real obscure stuff. But uh, you know it would have baked out anyway if, with that many people. I don't know. We did get that chance to write in two songs, and I'm kind of surprised that Jimmy didn't make much mention of that because it would have been cool if. Like during the encores, he said, "Here's one of the songs that uh, somebody. Su- Here's one of the rare songs that somebody suggested. And just do that, because I'm sure a lot of people must have thrown in some really obscure old old Buffett songs in there. Yeah, but he just stuck pretty much to the tried and true. Even the rarer songs are not that rare, right? I think- yeah, nothing earth shattering that that I I hear, but it's enjoyable. I mean, it's uh." 
Yeah, it was cool. Well, the best part about it was it was just like Jimmy was having a blast on stage. You could tell he was having fun. He he had a lot of stories and he was having a good time. So that made it a lot more fun than just looking at the set list would imply. Right. Yep. Um. So that's the uh, first show of 2015. And getting back to the gospel, uh, April 7th, Jimmy Mack and Robert G. performed a 25-minute set at an Everglades Action Day rally in Tallahassee. Introduced by Carl Hyacin, Jimmy sang Changes, Migration, Cheeseburger in Paradise, Growing Older But Not Up, Floridays, and Margaritaville. Hello, Florida. Hello. It's good to be back in Tallahassee. <laughs> really? Good to be raised a little hell for the right reason. We've come here today to hopefully change a few attitudes in the legislature and with the government. Remind them to do the will of the people. Governor, legislatures, do the right thing here. We, we want to buy some precious latitude south of the Everglades. We want, to, we want to preserve our water. And we want to save our swamp. And we want to have a future for our children in Florida like we have lived so far. I like that sign. Fins to the left, fins to the right, and it's the only glades around. Yes! There's some cell phone videos available of that on on YouTube. And then a couple days later was the first big concert. This was uh, Thursday, April 9th at West Palm Beach, Florida. This is the one I had such trouble trying to record. Hey, there's Schmo just... Hey, Joe. Hey. How is it works? There he is, yeah. Now I see both your names up there, too. Yep, me too. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know either. I didn't even know Skype worked on iPhone. <laughs> I had it in my head that they didn't play nice together. I don't know. It's, I'm so 2007 or something. <laughs> Schmo. And I'm just driving around, and in a minute I'm going to hop out of my car, and then I'll be back in my car. Is that Bo in the background? Just for fun? You're just going to jump out and jump back in? It's just, just an <laughs> exercise or something? Yeah, it's like, like a dance. It's a new dance. <laughs> You're tired of sitting in your car? <laughs> I'll stop it first. got to deliver my baskets to the spaghetti dinner auction thing for Special Olympics here. Uh but anyway, I'm sorry. You guys, have you been on for a while? Yeah, we did the whole uh, concert thing. Mix, mix on to the uh, concert reviews now. Yeah, we were talking about the West Palm Beach show, the Thursday, April 9th. And I thought it was going to be the first show of the new tour, but um, it was an extension of This One's For You from last year. But it uh, was still different. It included a lot of changes brought on by the Key West show because he opened with Migration, just like at the Key West show. And um, he included License to Chill, Cuban Crime of Passion, Jolly Mon Sing, Everybody's Got a Cousin in Miami, and Floridays, just like he did at the Setlist show. Wow, Floridays is really uh, making its appearances here. I think I think that it, it probably had more to do with the uh, Everglades concert than with the Key West concert, because he also changed the uh, some of the words in Floridays to reflect the Everglades. Hmm. And... Um, but also because of the Key West show, Finns and Margaritaville showed up in the middle of the set list instead of at the end. 
And he did not end the show with Lovely Cruise. I wrote down Lonely Cruise for some stupid reason. <laughs> Was somebody feeling lonely at the time? Always. <laughs> but uh, he didn't end it with Lovely Cruise. He ended it with Oldest Surfer on the Beach. Oh, cool. You know, I've been, uh, I've been playing the hell out of that recently. I, did, I heard it once on Radio Margaritaville uh, fairly recently. And, uh, man, what a great song. I, I've been playing it on my, my phone here last couple of days i don't know why it's just hitting me all of a sudden that's yeah, a good song yeah maybe i'm feeling like i'm the oldest surfer on the beach myself <laughs> it's hit home <laughs> you're the oldest surfer and i'm on a lonely cruise yep there <laughs> we go we're we're a sad bunch here <laughs> um some of the noteworthy bits that i'm probably going to include as audio clips uh Mr. Utley brought out the melodica for Volcano, but he played a snippet of Margaritaville, which threw off Jimmy, who then started introducing Margaritaville. <laughs> this particular instrument is called a melodica. A melodica! I thought it was a melodica, but John Lovell said it's a melodica. Oh, John Lovell says it's a melodica. Well, that's okay. Anyway, you may not know what it is, but when you hear this, you'll, you'll hear it from this song we did, so do that little melodica thing. Melodica. Yeah, that sounded pretty good. So let's go on down to Margaritaville with the Melodica. Well, not yet. I got so excited. I was going to go just go do it. No, let's do something else, huh? Interesting. Um, uh, playing Margaritaville mid-show gave Mac McAnally a problem. Mr. Instrumentalist is gonna, he's gonna dazzle you right now. Some, oh, is that right? Dazzle, he's gonna dazzle you right now. Mr. Mac McAnally, take it away, huh? It's a recurring nightmare of almost every musician on earth that you have to follow Margaritaville at a Jimmy Buffett concert. My God. <laughs> Strangely, the final song before the encore was Last Mango in Paris. And I found that kind of odd because usually he ends with a big song to you know rile the audience up. Then they take off and go to the restroom and, and the audience is cheering and cheering until they come back for the encores. So it seems strange that Last Mango in Paris would be the big song that ends the concert before the encores. Yeah, yeah, that's unusual. And like I said, uh, Florida's was one of the encores, and uh, Jimmy changed it just a little bit to reflect the Everglades Benefit concert. And so that takes care of the first two concerts of 2015, and there have been two concerts since then, but I think I'm going to save those for our next episode hopefully we should be able to get a new episode in before the end of may when jimmy comes back to start the uh brand new tour for 2015 yeah we should uh we should definitely try um i just got one more story to get through and that's the uh confirmation that jimmy was skipping indianapolis and that was announced on april 10th 
And uh, the Indianapolis the Indianapolis Star learned Jimmy will not be making his traditional stop to Noblesville this year. For the first time in 25 years, to quote the article, the summer concert season in Noblesville will be free of fins, volcanoes, and cheeseburgers. So sad. Wow, I didn't realize. No, that no kind of cheeseburgers? Yeah. I'm back. Sorry. Oh, Schmo's, Schmo's chiming in here. Yeah, well, I've been listening for a little bit. But I, I so, 25 years, I had no idea it was that long of a streak. That's that's uh, that's a shame. Yeah, we're we're old. You're they're old. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. And I didn't want to I didn't want to ask all I missed, but you guys talked about the, the tickets go on sale yep. Friday. This Friday at ten. But now we don't have it's it's all going to be general mission, correct? We don't know for sure, but we're we're figuring that that it's going to be like that. But there, there's always the possibility for them to say, like, uh, people with red wristbands get in half an hour early before people with blue wristbands. And so they could they could still come up with tiered pricing. Yeah, they might right. have a corral up in the front or something like that for the higher, higher paid. That's what I was thinking. They might even put some chairs down there, like, just... Yeah, it's front. possible. But like, I, I kind of yeah. doubt it. But it's possible. Yeah, I was wondering right. how much these damn tickets are going to cost, and I'm sure y'all are talking about that, but now they got me roped in. Now i got to get online and buy tickets when they go on sale. When Last year I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do Groupon or something, and now... Yeah, now all bets are off. We don't know how it's going to go. missed the boat last year. Yeah. Yep. Now we can move back, in, back into the thick of it, and we got to go right back to the ticket fiasco again. Yeah, they always suck us back in. <laughs> yep. I mean, we know you're going to go, but now I'm going to be all, yeah, going through that whole stress. Yeah. No, I was I was convinced this year it'll go Comerica, Comerica, Comerica again. I'll do the same thing that, you know, I'll wait for Groupons or uh, second-hand market, you know. But now, damn it, i got to get on and buy tickets again. Oh, well. So what do you think about the new venue, Schmo? Well, actually, I think there's some promise to have a new venue there. That sounds kind of cool. I mean, really, to have something on the water, that's what we should have in Detroit. But it looked like it was just a flat piece of land. and It looks like a place where they should have a free lunch series of music. You know, during the summer for the people that work downtown to listen to at Mm -hmm. lunch. It doesn't look like, to me, like a place that holds a big old concert. But I'm not a logistics expert in all these things. But, you know, didn't look this Because I'm pretty sure they just photoshopped a crowd in there in that last shot of that little video we watched. No, they, there's no, it has never held a, an event yeah. yet. Yeah, well. They had pictures of people sitting on the grass as if they had, as if they had, seriously, a lunch series of free concerts by nobodies downtown or something. And people went to it. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, I mean, you're talking a 20-acre park. It's, you know, I don't know. How, how big is that big? It's, yeah, I mean, it's big, but, you know, you got to leave room for all the, the porta johns and the, there's got to be, uh, you know, food, beer tents and all that kind of stuff. That's going to take up a lot of space. Um, you know, I, do they, you know what they, it, looked like to, it looked like to me, like Circus Mexicus, Mike. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like that, and I, I told Mick before. It's if you remember that uh, Gulf Shores concert that, that Jimmy did on the beach, that one, uh, you know, a couple years yes. ago. Same kind of a thing. Your water's off to one side. They got the big 
stage, you know, tall stage right up in the front, a big rectangular kind of a setup. I kind of picture that right there, which would be fine. But, you know, was that 20 acres? I I don't know. It's hard to judge. Yeah, I don't know. what 20 acres actually sounds pretty large. So I... You know, but I and and I don't want to just sit and bitch because it looks like oh it's gonna be terrible viewing. It remind me of the hundred year Ford anniversary, and I saw Toby Keith and Beyonce, believe it or not, at, and then just a big field that turned to mud and all that stuff. But maybe they'll be, I don't fixed up. However, they fix it up, and that like there's a promise to have something by the water there and stuff. I'd rather have that than drive out to the ski hill and Pine Knob, really, though that has memories. But I mean, really, that's just out way out. You know, this is in Detroit. You know, if the downtown keeps getting better, it'd be kind of cool. No, but you're, I don't you're know right. It's it's right. waterfront. It, it's it's a natural thing. It should be. That that's you know, that's great as long as they can logistically, you know, pull it off and not, you know, not turn so this I'm, into a big fiasco. I'm intrigued. <clears throat> I went to the hoedown. The hoedown has never been there yet, but it will be pretty soon i think probably first week in june or something like that and uh a few weeks before now the hoedown i was surprised they put it next to comerica park and it wasn't too bad other than you have a big flat parking lot that you you know you you, you can't really the viewing is not the greatest but it really wasn't that bad but you just have to stand and stuff but i couldn't really complain too much for like 20 bucks or something that's how much the hoedown was a few years ago and this looks like it's the same kind of size, but moved over to the waterfront. So there's a promise there. There's, I'm intrigued. Yeah, you don't, you weren't on earlier, but, uh, but I'm afraid we actually, uh, we actually nominated you to go to the uh, hoedown for Buffett. How they do it, then they don't show up. Yeah, we were kind of stepping I think on each other. Conveniently ignored I, you. Yeah, maybe, or maybe didn't want to hear what I, <laughs> but we, uh, Schmo, earlier on, we, uh, we volunteered you to, uh, go to the hoedown in a reconnaissance kind of a mission. And since you weren't there to defend yourself, too bad you have to go. I have to go. Well, I've been to hoedowns. We need somebody to I, scope I our parking. In I, I seriously end up go. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Can you oh, hear us? Yeah. I'm almost picking up my daughter, and I'm, I'm by the house, so I'm going to stop moving and talk. But this is pretty cool. I've been driving and, and podcasting. We could, do, we could podcast all the time. <laughs> yeah, sure we can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we did this because I was thinking we should do an emergency one like somewhere before the tickets go on sale somehow, but I couldn't think of how. Because I knew for a fact that Skype didn't work on my phone. So. <laughs> I do have some buffety news for myself. Besides, I'll probably end up at the hoedown. I will, I'm also scheduled in less than two weeks to go to, uh, to, go to Key West. Oh, really? Seriously? Yeah, I think we have a delay now. But yeah, I, uh, I'm supposed to go to Key West for a four-day weekend. Wow. Oh, geez, where the hell did this come from? Schmo never travels anywhere. Exactly. It's, a, it's the new Schmo, the new normal. 
Tanush Marmol or whatever. <laughs> so we, uh, um, I was invited to go to Key West. So, but you know what? It's it's Kentucky Derby weekend. Oh, how in the hell are you going to pull that off? I don't know. Look for a mushroom cloud somewhere down oh, river geez. on that weekend. Wow. <laughs> I'm working on it, but I'm planning on going. I'm leaving early Friday morning. I'm coming home late Monday night, and I'll be there in Key West. Um, this is I never don't, not only do I never travel anywhere. I'm flying first class to Miami. I'm oh. preferred seating to to Key West for Miami because they don't even have first class on that kind of plane. And that was and I was it was um, I had I got an apology for that. I already had to order my food. I mean, I'm going. I've already ordered my food for these flights. <laughs> well, you're you're <laughs> you know, food committed. Omelets and shit like that. <laughs> Yeah, a bruschetta omelet over French toast, all this shit. And, uh, you know, free drinks and stuff. Jeez, Schmo's hanging with the rich crowd now. What the hell? Yeah, I'm going to move my car because there's a big delay. I can tell. It's getting worse. You're breaking up. Reaction to my travels. He sounds completely funny now. Hold on. (laughs) But I get to go on a Buffett pilgrimage. Wait, I'm going to go to a different spot. Hold on. (laughs) But that's better than being boring like usual. (laughs) I'm I'm talking for no reason. Edit point. Take this out. I'm going to another place, see if I get a stronger signal. (laughs) Okay, wait. Is it any better at all? Yeah, actually, it's a lot better. Okay. I'm going to stay here. I'm just on the streets of Allen Park. All right. Don't move. Stay right there. Telling you about my my first class trip to Key West. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Schmo's running with the rich crowd now. He's not going to hang with us, uh, the uh, lowly people anymore. I'm bourgeois. Yeah. (laughs) So what's sending you to Key West? Just, Just travel? Yeah, just because someone asked me. Yeah, it, um, apparently I'm good enough company that someone wanted to go on vacation to Key West and take me along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm as surprised as you guys. Yeah, we're we're shocked. We're we're. Uh... <laughs> well, she has uh, uh, many points from traveling through the her job, and she's been. She just went through six weeks of 22 flights. Jeez. Yeah, and she's got Marriott points because, like, to be honest, I just stayed at the Marriott last night in Troy and, and saw Artie Lang, you know, nearby at, at Warren on the Amos. <laughs> so, <laughs> she, but she's got points but doesn't know what to do with them. So, and she's like, after all this travel, she wants to go travel and, and <laughs> take a break. <laughs> take a break she from needs traveling. So I, I like Jimmy Buffett. Now I'll go to Key West. That's about it. So uh, it's it's the beach. The plan is the beach, the pool, and Duval Street and Caroline Street. All right. Well, you'll, yeah, you'll be the roving reporter. You're going to have to do all kinds of uh, reconnaissance. Yeah. Yeah, you better shoot tons of photos and tons yeah, of video. I'll have to send back yeah, pictures for sure. Stuff. Exactly. I'm gonna. I'll be prepared for this because uh, there's really no plans to do anything else but chill you know by the water and uh um 
you know, now I can do this. I'll send back pictures, and uh, I never get to do, do this. You guys get to do this. Mike gets to do this. I never I never get to travel. Outside well, what the hell? The I'm traveling for work. What the hell are you talking about? I work my ass off. I, I don't get to the, these fun trips, for God's sakes. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but you have had Florida trips. Well, I've been, yeah, I've been, been to Key West. Yeah, yeah. In in '93. Oh, yeah, I don't want to pitch you. Just keep keep your panties on there. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, but uh, I never travel. I mean, give me a break. You know, sometimes I go to Toledo. You know, yeah, it just sounds funny that that uh, schmo like a fish out of water in, in schmo in Key West. You know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So anyway, I will I will represent the North Coast with my Fargoish accent. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, yeah, wear your uh, wasting away T-shirt. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll have to do that. I'll have to wear security staff. Yeah. Gray, white. They <laughs> have enough for all four days now. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Because uh, I'll probably keep my shirt on. Nobody wants to see this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you guys there? Yeah. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I got a call, and it must kick me out of this. Come on, Schmo. He's just so busy. So popular. Stop take, Stop getting calls. Okay, you guys there? Oh, my gosh. You sound oh. great. Who is this? This is Schmo. Now, now you're off my sink, and I'm just talking through my speakerphone on the iPhone. So that's even better, huh? Yeah, it sounds a lot yeah, better. way better. Oh, okay. Then I'll keep it like this for a few minutes. I'm, I'm taking this thought. Now that Skype is working on iPhone, finally, I can... Uh, I mean, finally. Yeah, I know. <laughs> on Schmo's iPhone. I just assumed it. Yeah. yeah. Skype Apparently, has been around for years. Yeah. I, I know. I just didn't know it worked on the... Because of FaceTime, I thought it was it didn't work. I don't know. I'm just... Just a stupid assumption I made. He made it up completely. <laughs> If, it, I'm gonna if make I have FaceTime, I can't West. use another product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I might have had a dream about I don't know. Yeah, see, now, now Schmo's, Schmo's 100% on board. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's going to Key West. He's going to the, the center of it all. He's, he's going to start his research project down there. He's going to go on to the hoedown. He's, uh, he's all Mr. Podcast now. And then he's yeah, gonna... I'm all this. The Skype has changed my world. That's <laughs> Well, I might, after all that, I throw in my little tidbits, all my homework, all my uh, my uh, my dedication, and I'm going to pick up my daughter and go to spaghetti dinner, which you guys are invited to if you want, in Dearborn today for Special Olympics. So I'm going to do that, and uh, maybe I'll just cut out and let you guys finish the show, unless you want me to do the, the beginning of the show. <laughs> now we need, uh, we need a joke for the end. Yeah. <laughs> well... I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm mobile, so I don't have it. I actually have. Who's going to Key West? There's your. There's the. There's your joke. The fish out of water story. <laughs> yeah. When is when's the Key West trip again? Uh, May first, second, third, fourth. Hmm. Or May first through the fourth. <laughs> oh, so it's continuous. You're not. Yeah, you're not continuous. going back and forth. It's not, I'm not no. flying home and then go back the next day. No, I'm going to stay there for the second and the third. Each of those days, specifically, <laughs> in a well, row. Well, that's that's yeah. entirely different. That's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, 
hotel and everything. Yeah, I got some kind of hotel, some kind of some Hyatt that it, it with an ocean balcony, private balcony. I don't know. Well, I hope the balcony's yours. I hope you don't share it with. You know, no, but rooms. it's it might be enclosed, so I don't know some little, uh, you know, funny business if you want it. I don't know. I don't know something about hanging over the ocean. <laughs> yeah, so and, and Schmo's not afraid of heights at all, so I'm sure that'll be just fine. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, usually I'm just worried about how far my door is from the car in the parking lot. <laughs> now I have to deal with valet and all kinds of shit. Uh, well, <laughs> this has been fun. Mo's life is complicated. If there was any doubt before. <laughs> I'm just oversharing my entire life. My <laughs> podcast became the Joe Tashford Chronicles, <laughs> but at least it's Buffett related. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I'll see you guys. All right. Okay. See you, see you Schmo. Bye. Uh, what a Schmo. Yeah, I guess he signed out. Yep, there he yeah. goes. Oh, cool. Well, this worked out pretty well. Yeah, you know, this really sounds good and everything. I hope you did hit record this time, right? <laughs> yeah, I've got an automatic recorder. <laughs> I, I record all my Skype calls. All right, cool. Which cool. works out well. That's the yeah. way That's the way I've been doing it with my cousin for our, for the Paul McCartney podcast. Nice. Okay, well, I'll let you go. Thanks for hanging around for an hour and a half. That was fun. It's a long time uh, coming. We hadn't recorded in a while, so. And it's a big, big uh, goings-on. So. Yeah. It uh, deserves it deserves a a mention or a podcast. So we're already four concerts into 2015, and then next month starts the brand new tour. So things are hopping. Yep. Things are busy. Things are uh, getting in gear. Yep. After a long quiet period, yeah. Here we go again. Good. That's life on the North Coast. Wasting away. Okay, uh, uh, let me start, man. We we gave Qatar a bunch Cutter. of shit. Cutter. A bunch of shit for making its workers run a marathon in non-marathon clothes. You know, dress pants, sandals, flippy floppies. We basically took Qatar to task for this blatant disregard for their population's well-being. And then we read this week that a man ran a marathon in under three hours, not really news, in flip-flops. There, it's Two hours now. and 46 minutes. That's, by the way... To put it into a context for you guys, 20 minutes below the qualifying time for the Boston Marathon for a man between the ages of 18 and 34. That is insane. That is insanity. No, this guy was going to run as fast as he could. If it killed him, he would going to run that fast. Which, by the way, is antithetical to the basic concept of wearing flip-flops. If if Jimmy Buffett were alive today, and I, and I don't think he is, if he were alive, I mean, he's dead inside. If he were alive as a vibrant human being today, he would be so upset about this. He would to flip, me, this is a flip-flop out. 